Thank you for downloading this month's podcast of BJOG Editor's Choice with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Michael Marsh. Each issue of BJOG contains a number of perspective pieces on controversial and topical areas of obstetrics and gynaecology relating to papers in the journal. A succinct and eloquent BJOG on the case article in the January issue explained the current medical, legal and ethical predicament in obstetrics in the developed world. The authors concluded that systems-based approaches are needed, involving collaborative working, error traps, system redesigns and continuous in-service training and retraining. The last of these proposals are examined by a study in this March issue, which investigates the effect of one day-long simulation-based obstetric training session to improve maternal and neonatal outcome. In the intervention group, approximately 80% of the time was spent on teamwork skills and 20% on medical technical skills. In general, the authors concluded that their training programme was unsuccessful in improving obstetric outcome and that other training models for simulation-based training courses should be investigated using their methodology. A useful comment from Tim Draycott accompanies the paper. Another BJOG perspective article from two of our editors provides the historical background to a review on the functional importance of lactobacilli in the vaginal microbiome. Lactobacilli provide effective antimicrobial activity without eliciting pro-inflammatory immunity. The authors speculate that this protection of the lower female genital tract may be a consequence of sexual behaviour that appears to be unique to humankind. The authors also call for further study of the use of either exogenous lactic acid or lactic acid producing bacteria to improve pregnancy outcome. Our third BJOG perspective piece in this issue is a debate about randomised controlled trial evidence and clinical practice. It is a noble aim to change community culture so that pregnant women and their families always ask, are there any randomised trials we can join? However, for some clinical situations that involve important life events, this may be a forlorn hope. A randomised controlled trial may be the gold standard that should influence our practice, but quite often we have to settle for silver or bronze. The results of a paper examining IVF success rates for women with fibroids suggest the need for a well-designed, adequately powered, randomised controlled trial of medical or surgical treatment in patients with intramural and subserosal fibroids prior to fertility treatment. Their study examined the pregnancy outcomes of women with uterine fibroids that did not distort the uterine cavity who underwent IVF or ICSI cycles. Their data suggests that the adverse effects of fibrils on fertility may be due to factors related to the volume of fibroid tissue rather than the position of the lesions. For more papers on benign gynaecology, I draw the listeners' attention to our themed issue that has recently been published on this subject. I hope you enjoy both issues. Thank you for listening to this month's BJOG Editor's Choice. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at bjogtweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.